Welcome back to another devotional in the book of Proverbs. Today, we are in Proverbs chapter 16, which means that we are over halfway done with the book of Proverbs. And I'm just so proud of you guys for being so dedicated and faithful to this challenge, for being in God's word every day and for studying his word. I hope and pray that you are learning so much about him and you are applying his wisdom to your own heart. I know that a ton of you are going for the full 31 days, so I'm proud of you. Let's keep going. In today's chapter, we will focus in on the character of Yahweh, specifically that he is sovereign over everything, especially over our plans. So if you've already prayed on your own, and if you've already read Proverbs chapter 16 on your own, then let's dive in. I don't know about you, but I am a planner. I like to plan out pretty much everything in my life. But what I've realized more as I became a Christian and now as I grow in my faith is that God is sovereign over everything. He is sovereign over all of my plans, over everything that I come up with. Um, Yahweh is the one who is sovereign. And at the end of the day, he decides what goes, what happens. Sure, I may have planned for weeks and weeks how my field trip was going to go, what I was going to wear, what I was going to bring, what I was going to put in my sack lunch, applesauce and Capri Suns and goldfish. Uh, but at the end of the day, God decided I wasn't going to go on that field trip, didn't he? Uh, and that's just the way it goes. We see this all the time. How many of you came to our winter camp during COVID? We planned and planned for months, but a week before camp, the place we were going to canceled on us and ruined all of our plans. So what did we do? We trusted the Lord. We strapped on our boots and we called on the church family to come and work with us and come together to come up with an entirely new plan within a week. And what happened? It ended up being much better than anything we originally planned. This has been the biggest example to me so far of no matter how much we plan our ways, Yahweh can change it all up and it will end up being much better than anything we ever thought of. So good. Yahweh's sovereignty uh, is what will be the focus in today's passage. So let's read together Proverbs chapter 16 verses 1 through 9. It says this, The plans of the heart belong to man. But the answer of the tongue is from Yahweh. All the ways of a man are pure in his own sight, but Yahweh weighs the motives. Commit your works to Yahweh and your plans will be established. Yahweh has made everything for its own purpose, even the wicked for the day of evil. Everyone who is proud in heart is an abomination to Yahweh. Assuredly, he will not be unpunished. By loving kindness and truth, iniquity is atoned for. And by the fear of Yahweh, one turns away from evil. When a man's ways are pleasing to Yahweh, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great produce with injustice. The heart of man plans his way, but Yahweh directs his steps. This is remarkable. Verse 1 and verse 9 act as bookends to this passage as they highlight the incredible sovereignty of Yahweh. That everything is ultimately governed 
and orchestrated by Yahweh. And it always has been since eternity's past. And everything that he plans works out to fulfill his great purpose and to bring honor and glory to himself. Whether we see it as a good thing or a bad thing, it doesn't matter. Everything is orchestrated to bring him glory in the end. So verse 1 and verse 9 so clearly proclaim the sovereignty of Yahweh, that he is sovereign over the universe. But let's look at those middle verses uh, in order to understand how we must respond to this amazing attribute of God. Let's read verse 2 again. It says, All the ways of a man are pure in his own sight, but Yahweh weighs the motives. This verse calls on us to seek out a pure heart before Yahweh. In order to do this, we must understand the corruption and wickedness and deceitfulness of our own hearts and confess that to Yahweh and ask him for mercy and ask him to help us to make our motives and our plans pleasing to him and seeking his glory and honor. We want all of our motives and plans to be pleasing to Yahweh. So we should ask him for help in that. Read with me now verse 3. Commit your works to Yahweh and your plans will be established. Often, all we need to do is just give our plans to Yahweh. We must give it all to him and depend and trust in him that he will answer in a way that he sees fit. He will and he always does. Yes, we are responsible to put in the work whenever we are uh, trying to make a decision or plan something. We must do the work on our part. We must pray to Yahweh, ask him for help. We must seek counsel and we must pray again. But ultimately, at the end, we must give all our plans to him. Give it all to him. Trust in him and trust that he will bring about everything for his goodwill and purpose. There is no need for a heavy burden or a dark shadow to hover over us, over every one of our plans and decisions. We can give it to Yahweh and trust that he will bring about his own good. Read with me now verse 4. It says, Yahweh has made everything for its own purpose, even the wicked for the day of evil. Again, everything was created for Yahweh's good purpose. There are no exceptions. Nothing slips through the cracks. Yahweh will confirm the plans of the righteous that align with his goodwill. And he will destroy the plans of the wicked that do not align with his goodwill. Speaking of the wicked, we see again the response of God to the prideful people. Read verse 5 with me. Everyone who is proud in heart is an abomination to Yahweh. Assuredly, he will not be unpunished. Those who are proud are an abomination to Yahweh. It's not something I want to be called by Yahweh. How can one think that their plans are better than the king of the universe? The one who created all things and orchestrates all things. One commentator describes this proud heart by saying, Instead of being grateful for his life, the arrogant lifts himself above the giver and his image bearers and considers his successes his own achievement. 
How foolish to take any glory and honor from the plans of Yahweh, from what Yahweh ultimately orchestrates. Deuteronomy 8.14 says this, Then your heart will become proud, and you will forget the Lord your God, who brought you out from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. It is as if we get out of any trial or hard time in life, and we go, Well done, Terrell. You really got yourself out of this one. What? No, it was all Yahweh. Yahweh orchestrates all things. We don't do anything. It is Yahweh. He is the sovereign king that shows us grace and mercy. Now verse 6. Let's read it again. But loving kindness, by loving kindness and truth, iniquity is atoned for. And by the fear of Yahweh, one turns away from evil. It always comes back to this, doesn't it? Our call, our need to fear Yahweh. We must develop a healthy fear of Yahweh, which entails love and faithfulness towards others. This is the foundation. With a healthy fear of Yahweh comes a trust in his sovereign plan for us. Verse 7, When a man's ways are pleasing to Yahweh, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Listen, I love the Avengers just as much as any of you junior hires. Iron Man uh, is the goat. I love you 3000. But the purpose of the righteous is not to avenge themselves. The purpose of those who walk on the righteous path is not to bring justice to their enemies. Our purpose is to please Yahweh in all that we do. And if we keep this, the focus of our hearts and attitudes, we will find favor with God. And in the end, final victory over the enemy. Lastly, verse 8. Better is a little with righteousness than great produce with injustice. We must learn to be content and satisfied with all that Yahweh does and all that Yahweh plans. Though every, through every plan and outcome, his way is best, ultimately. We always see that we are just finite beings, a speck of dust on his infinite timeline. Yahweh is the one who sees it all. He will work all things according to his goodwill and purpose. In the end, it will be him that receives all the glory and all the honor. I'll just close with these final verses that highlight the incredible sovereignty of Yahweh. Genesis 50, 20, God's sovereign purposes. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about the present result to preserve many people alive. Psalm 115, verse 3, But our God is in the heavens. He does whatever he pleases. Yahweh is indeed sovereign over all the universe. He is certainly sovereign over our finite plans. Let's make every effort today to grow in our dependence and trust in Yahweh. That's Proverbs 16. I'll see you tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 17.